You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. There we go. Looks like I did it. I always feel like that's the most stress of the whole conversation is making sure that I get all of the bits running at the same time. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast. Welcome to the series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. And this is episode 12. Hi, everyone. I'm Deb Timmerman. Our goal is to give you tools and strategies to help you move from being stressed to feeling your best. And today we're talking about how positive childhood experiences influence how we show up in our lives, including our relationships, work with our family, and even for ourselves. Last week, we cracked the door open on early experiences and their influence from a negative lens. In this episode, we're going to share more about positive experiences and their power. It really is a different way of looking at all of those experiences. And statistics show that many of us have experienced events in our early years. I think we would often be shocked at how many of us have a story and that had that potential impact on our physical and emotional health. I know that you've recently been certified to deliver Hope one-on-one training. Can you share a bit more about HOPE and what it stands for and how we might change our perspective or our lens on those adverse events? Healthy outcomes from positive experiences. That's what the HOPE, HOPE acronym stands for. And it comes out of research done by Dr. Robert Segge. He's with Tufts University and Jeff Linkenbach, who's with the Montana Institute. And Jeff studies the science of the positive. So interesting to take a perspective from a positive lens. And basically, this is what they found out, that the positive exists, it's real, and it's worth growing. So what we know about positive experiences in childhood is they promote children's health and well-being. They allow kids to form strong relationships and strong connections and have a greater sense of belonging and self-esteem. And it helps build skills that promote resilience. And I think all of us can think back to a time in our childhood where there was maybe a teacher or a parent or an auntie or an uncle who took a special interest in us And we always looked forward to that interaction with that person because of how that person made us feel safe, loved, important. You know, when I think about this, it sounds so much easier for us to focus on how do we create more positives as opposed to how do we prevent all the things that might have appeared to be negative happening. Well, that's the mission of this program through Tufts Healthy Outcomes Through Positive Experiences because they found that the the greater the number of positive experiences, 
the more buffering there is on those negative experiences. So here's a cool statistics. In this research that they did, the people that reported six or seven positive childhood experiences had a 72% lower chance of reporting depression or poor mental health than as an adult, as with those who only reported zero to two. So it is all about creating this wonderful experience for kids if you work with kids or if you have kids in your family. Because we know life doesn't always go as planned and there are going to be bumps in the road. Yeah, it's it, all of that around experiences is, is such a wonderful focus because I know in my world, as I'm at this stage, my focus is really on creating experiences as opposed to doing the same way. It's about how do people feel? You know, are they excited? Do they feel loved? Yes, and I have to say that for me, that had to come with age and experience and wisdom mm -hmm. training like this. Because as I've shared before publicly, I struggled with some of these things as a child and as I grew into an adult, some of my experiences were not positive. I was that mom who was the screamer and yeller in the neighborhood um, behind closed doors, but that's a joke because everybody hears it. I remember one time a neighbor came over and said, I just want to make sure that everything's okay because I was just going on a rant. So I didn't really punch things or do that, but I'm sure I wounded a lot with my words and I'm more cognizant of that fact now and we often hear about you know the person who maybe didn't have an easy upbringing and you know became very successful and so when we if you know if we were to ask them tell us about the positive experiences those positive things that influenced you they may have a longer list than what we know for yeah, as part of the training, I ask people to think about who that who that person was in their life that created a positive experience for them. Because when we're aware of how that experience made us feel and the impact it made on us, it really does change your perspective about how you want to show up in the world and what you want to bring, what energy you want to bring to your life in the here and now. Because I don't think any of us intend to tongue lash our kids or be nasty to the grocery clerk or do any of those other things. But when we're not aware of the stress hormones that go crazy and we don't take an intervention to change that, we often do exactly what we don't intend to do. So not only does it influence how we show up, but it influences what's actually happening inside of us as well. Yes, very much so. So there's this concept called co-regulation, meaning that if we're regulated ourselves, the people around us are going to be regulated. And I love this HOPE model because it also fits so well with some of the work that we've learned about at the HeartMath Institute. One of the most favorite bits of feedback that I've ever received was from a mom who was struggling to have enough energy when she got home. And so I encouraged her to practice some of the tools that she had learned at her, in our HeartMath session and to actually practice them 
in the car before she went in her home, before she reintroduced herself to the children after a busy day. And she arrived back the next week um, to report that her children had changed. And the truth was they probably did feel and experience the new version of her um, and brought a different energy to the conversation. Yeah, there's a concept called relational energetics from the heart math work. And I think it's easy to relate to because we've all been in a room where someone walked in that had a bad attitude or had a rough day. And we can feel that presence and that negative energy instantly. And when I'm in that space, I'm very sensitive to other people's energy. I often describe it as, wow, that feels like somebody sucked the life out of me with a vacuum hose because that's what it feels like. So back to co-regulating, when we're able to be in that space and we can hold that energy for ourselves, we actually influence other people's energy. So what you were describing with that mom and those children makes perfect sense. They're all interwoven and interrelated from the energetics perspective, and they're feeling each other's energy. And we can relate that back to positive experience as well, because when we feel safe and loved, we get oxytocin from our brain versus a stress hormone that makes us feel good. And who doesn't want to feel good? And we know that at the end of the day, when we experience positive relationships and, and events, we come home feeling like we have more energy, less strain. Amen to that. I can even feel that when I go to the grocery store sometimes. You know, you'll go on a grocery trip and no one will look you in the eye. And there's no exchange. And then there's that trip where people look at you and smile and you think, wow, it must be a good day in the world today. Everybody's smiling. And truth is, it's more about the energy that I bring to that experience and to that grocery trip than it is about how those people look at me. So my energy influences. I always love the grocery store because one of, one of my favorite phrases to everyone who serves me is, how is your day going? And for many of them, nobody has paused to even ask them that question. And so when you can extend that energetic warmth, it influences their day. So these kinds of healing events, uh, it's kind of like putting our oxygen mask on first. You agree? Yes, and in within the HOPE framework, there's some building blocks. One is around relationships, one is around community, and so on and so forth. And the last one is about emotional regulation. And when we are able to recognize who we are in from the perspective of being grounded and being connected to what we feel inside, we can show up in so, so much differently for others and create so many more positive experiences than we do negative and leave a really positive mark on the world. So this is more important than ever because we're living 
in a world that has so much uncertainty. You know, it, two years ago, we expected long before now, things would be back to normal and whatever that normal was going to look like. And, and it's not. And we know that there's unrest in other parts of the world. So our ability to co-regulate benefits both our experiences, we sense less conflict with those people around us and it strengthens our communication and really just improves our overall perspective. It's like we can create big, huge waves from one little ripple just being in that space where we can make good experiences with those communications and leave people feeling positive, we really can make a huge difference in the world. Starts. And that's it. It really is about us as opposed to somebody else needing to change. This week, we're encouraging you all to reflect on your energy and what are you bringing to the interactions with others? Look at your emotional state and how it affects them, perhaps with your partner, your kids, your coworkers. And if you're not bringing your best self and have been looking for tools to help you get into that regulated space, I would encourage you to sign up for our April Masterclass. We'll put it below. So we're gonna be sharing several breathing tools that you can use anytime, anywhere to help you shift and create more positive interactions with others. Until next time. Have a great day. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.